Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Show to talk about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Josh Goodwin, my partner in crime, is with me this week. And it's funny, we were hitting here early in the studio talking about something I can't talk about yet, but I'm really excited about because I think if I can pull it off, it will be one of the most groundbreaking advertising things for real estate in Tampa Bay. It's just a matter of whether or not I can get through the process of getting it thumbed up. I, th- but, uh, I think so, across the country. I think honestly. so, too. I think it could gain steam. I think, I think it could gain big time steam. So, nonetheless, um, we're talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market like we are every week. And I want to talk about the luxury real estate market to start. Make sure when you aren't on air, you're following us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Um, I am the Andrew Duncan on Instagram. You can follow my personal page as well. Um, I, I want to uh, talk about luxury. We we just so we just sold a six point eight million dollar house. I saw that. Last Congrats. Week. So Lori from my team and I partnered up and and helped a you know high net worth client buy an awesome property. Uh, we just listed. We have a coming soon property. We just listed. Um, in Aquatica on Bayshore, um, that that's super exciting uh, because you know big price reduction, motivated seller, you know luxury, really nice luxury property. Um, so I feel like the luxury market is something that isn't as uh, harmed by what's happening with interest rates. There is more cash in it. However, there are a lot of people wanting to stay liquid mm-hmm. and being more likely to get mortgages. But uh, the luxury market has continued to truck along. We've seen home sales depress a little bit, but we're still seeing, you know, I just saw a property not far from my home on Bayshore get listed for $10 million, not on Bayshore, but on but on Waterfront in, uh, you know, Ballast Point area. So you're seeing Waterfront uh, across Tampa Bay, no matter where it's at, you know, rising exponentially in, in value. Um, and, and I think... What a lot of people don't understand about the mortgage process for uh, high net worth, it's a little bit different than qualifying for a Fannie Freddie loan. It's it's a little bit more uh, documentation. They want to see a little bit more. Um, but talk about that a little bit when it comes to people that own a business, entrepreneurs, doctors, lawyers, you know, high net worth people. Talk a little bit about what the difference is for them going through the mortgage process. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, just based on most people that purchase. Those types of homes typically are business owners, right? Yep. Whether you know, and not every time, but majority of times, right? Correct. If just, they're not a business owner, they're they're probably a really high paid like executive. lawyer, executive, yeah. doctor, something like that, right? Correct. So the the process isn't so much different, other than there's there can be more questions, right? If you have a business that has for shell companies. It's more in depth, right? Some people take it personally. Yes, that's the one thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's the one thing I think we have to talk about way up front. If you're a high net worth person, you know your credit score is impeccable. You know you have millions of dollars. Okay. You have to set your ego aside when you go through the mortgage process. Like, even if you're, I mean, we've dealt with this with like professional athletes, like, you know, like you're, it is known that you signed a four year, $50 million contract, right? Mm -hmm. It is known that you make a lot of money. However, this underwriter and the mortgage lender doesn't, may not know who you are and needs to go through and verify your financial situation. Yeah. And that's, you know, we, we explain it in a way to our clients so that they, they feel less stress about that. We educate them up front, but, I mean, yeah, don't take it personal is probably yeah, don't the best take it personal is, is the best piece of advice. But the process is really only so different depending on the buyer. I mean, getting a jumbo loan or a higher priced mortgage, I love it. Right. It's easy. It's a breeze. And right now, especially with you know what we're dealing with in the economy, staying a little extra liquid. Yeah, I think it's mortgage. A huge, correct. I think there are a lot of people that especially feel like they can 
they can win better with their money in a market Correct. like this. I mean, look, the I'm not going to get into a political day, debate about the um, wealth gap or anything like that, but I think it's historically known that in challenging markets, you know, ultra wealthy people get more wealthy simply Correct. because they find b- better opportunities, earn a greater return, yeah, new avenues than yeah. their mortgage, you know, than their mortgage rate. So there are people out there will, will, where it will make more sense, and maybe they only do fifty percent loan to value or something like that. Maybe they don't tap all of the equity they can, um, but but nonetheless, um, it, it is an option. You you do have to provide a lot of documents, and I think for the entrepreneur that has. A CPA that has the bookkeeper. Um, I've I was a believer, you know, because we've dealt with this before, and I tell them, let your people handle a lot of these questions. Just don't send this, like, you know, don't send this to him, because yeah. even though he may know it all, it's gonna bother. He is a you know a high drive personality type A. Let his people handle those questions and get the details and the nuts and bolts. Otherwise, you're gonna frustrate him and have him feel like you're you're questioning whether or not he has the ability when he has the cash in the bank to buy the property, yeah. right? So it's it's just a process you have to go through. That if you have CPAs and bookkeepers, my recommendation is let them be on the front lines with the mortgage person and only go to you when they can't figure out or get the question answered. Yeah, I've got a client right now. Um, didn't even call me. Sent me a voice memo. He's like, "Hey, I hate this stuff. You're gonna talk to my CFO." Yeah. Don't take it personally. I'm excited to work with you. Yep. But I won't be working with you. Yeah. It's gonna be my CFO. Yeah, it has to be. Been the whole time. It just has to be, and that's just the way that it that it works. You know, that's the way it has to work. Well, yeah, and you have to have a team that can understand that and adapt to that and learn to speak to their, you know. They're, they're other members of their team per se, you know, yeah. assistants, accountants, everything. And I think for the uh, you know business owner, entrepreneur that maybe doesn't have that and has to do it themselves, the best advice I can say is just imagine someone knows absolutely nothing about you. Yeah, correct. They know nothing That's great about advice. you. This is not this is not Josh. Okay, this is someone that you know. This is an underwriter that knows absolutely nothing about you, and they're on a fact finding mission. Yeah. And look, the reason why we have this fact finding mission today is to prevent. Uh, what we had happen, you know, back in the Great Recession, where mm-hmm. we had large amounts of mortgage failures because they made it too easy for people to qualify. So yeah. the reality is, this extra step in the process kind of protects and insulates the residential real estate market yeah, a little it protects bit. Protects everybody, you know. So so it is a process, but don't take it personal and just understand that it is a fact finding mission for that person. They're not accusing you of anything. They're simply trying to get answers to what is this that what is this that and the other. You know, what, you're buying a car and cash comes out or you have a good month or a bad month in your business and the cash balance is lower or you know you invested in some company and they just paid you $2 million. You've got to be able to document and show a paper trail for all that because what they don't want is something shady going on and somebody piping money into cash, your account correct. to make you look like that you have the money when you don't, and then you know you default on the on the property, and and uh, you know it, and that happens. So I talked last week. Speaking of defaults, I talked last week about this because we still get these questions a lot about um, mortgage foreclosures, right? You being a mortgage guy, you know you you you've been around long enough to where you've seen um, and and heard and understand kind of the mortgage process before, and today. The federal government really kind of has a little a bubble around residential real estate. We're we're not going to see the foreclosure stuff until um, truly until there's a point when enough inventory can come onto the market because there's you know there there are steps in place 
forbearance, for example. Um, there's a lot of equity. Even people that fall behind are rarely going to go into foreclosure. Yeah, they're they're going to end equity. up selling their house. They're going to get a forbearance and they're going to get out because they have so much equity. The risk on foreclosures, truly, in my opinion, is probably when rates come back down because then the sellers can the wave, the, can flood the market with inventory. If the economy itself hasn't improved enough, then then that's the risk is when inventory rises. Because you know, I've, I've been doing this 20 years. I was around when when, when we went through the the Great Recession, and what caused the market to crash was the easeability of loans and the drastic rise of inventory of homes where demand wasn't keeping up. Today, that's not what we're seeing. Now, that does not mean that there aren't economic obstacles in this country, because there are a lot of them in a lot of other areas. But real estate has almost got this little bubble around it where values keep rising. Um, we're seeing reduced home sales, but values keep rising. Mm-hmm. Sales keep happening, not nearly as many, not 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 nearly as many. But but yeah. because of interest rates being where they are, it's it's shocking people, and it's almost in a sense, you know, like I had somebody the other day say, "We're not really in capitalism anymore. We're kind of in controlled capitalism because the mm. Fed makes so many decisions about rates that really does kind of dictate what happens economically. So, so it's not really just a complete free market when it comes to real estate. So, so it is a protected place. Now, commercial real estate, different animal. Stock market, different animal. Could those crash? Yes. Is residential real estate market going to crash? Probably not. Now, does that five percent appreciation? Really, appreciation when uh, inflation could be greater than that, that's an argument for another day. But seeing enormous amounts of foreclosures and home massive home value drops is just not something I believe we're going to see in the present economic condition without enough homes coming on the market. I think really the only way that's going to happen, if they continue to hike interest rates, people start to starve, people start getting laid off. I then think that eventually, it, correct. That, that is yeah. what would create it. But you're correct. There, yeah, it's it's protected. There's a, there's a, there's a bubble. They, on it. they really. They, and again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong of the protections that they made. But they said we can't let residential real estate crash again. We've got to do everything we can to, you know, whatever, print money, whatever it is that they've decided to do. They put a bubble. We're protected. Residential real estate doesn't have all the bad loans. It doesn't have all the liar loans. It doesn't have all the speculation. There's a lot more equity out there, and there's a lot more cash purchases going on mm. than ever before. Um, I mean, I, I think I saw last month our team, in terms of pendings, it's like half cash. Yeah. Like that's a just, lot of cash. There's a lot of cash, right? So when you have cashes, guess what doesn't happen? Foreclosures. And the reason foreclosures bring it down is because you have a bank that does not want to hold that asset. And, and they want to dump it, especially because they know values are dropping and they want to get ahead of that in a foreclosure crisis. Right now, if a bank takes a property back or even thinks about it, prices aren't dropping. They're not worried about it. They let that homeowner stay there for for a while. They give them forbearance because the value's rising. They're not really losing anything. That's an asset. Correct. So so they learned their lessons. And, and so, again, if you're expecting a foreclosure crisis or you're reaching out to your realtor and saying, hey, I want you to send me all the foreclosures, there's like three. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't some long list of all these foreclosures. It's just not out there right now. I can't say it never will be, but it's not coming anytime soon. Well, yeah. And one thing I, I, I think that you know, a, a mass majority of people that mindset miss, if there are mass foreclosures, what makes you think you're even going to be employed to buy a home? 
Right. If there's yeah. that many right. foreclosures coming, exactly. there's going to be fallout in all aspects. That's a hundred percent. And there, there isn't right. We don't see that right now. No. And and the reality is, is, and I think the game has changed so much with hedge funds and these eye buyers that the reality of foreclosures making it to the end user customer in today's economy just isn't going to happen. I don't think they're so. They're going to yeah. package them off. They're going to sell them to somebody else or people that are brokers are going to get an inside track at them. You know, like you're just not going to see a lot of foreclosures hit the retail market for regular joe's to buy it just isn't it isn't going to happen the same way it did before you're not going to have now again could happen in commercial uh there's more risk there there's it's a completely different financial process for commercial real estate so i want to talk about that after the break i want to talk about commercial real estate and what's coming through commercial real estate not just in tampa bay but maybe spread out a little, you know some of the defaults because tampa bay is a little a little safer than some other areas but we're going to continue our conversation uh here on the duncan duo real estate show after a quick break here on 970 WFLA. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo team, now with LPT Realty. Uh, super excited about our move to LPT Realty. If you're a real estate agent listening to this show and you want to know more about LPT, jump on over to our socials, slide into our DM, send us a message. We'll set up a complimentary consultation with you. Um, would love to talk to you. You can also go to jointheduo.com. At jointheduo.com, you can do a few things. You can apply for an open position at my company. You can register for our career night. Our next one is uh, this coming Wednesday. So again, that's jointheduo.com. You can apply for open positions. You can register for our career night. Thirdly, uh, if you're simply an agent not thinking about joining my team but looking at LPT Realty, there is a link at jointheduo.com where you can set up a confidential career consultation where we can talk to you about all of your options at LPT Realty. So um, we were talking about the commercial real estate market before the break, and there are a lot more defaults coming to, to commercial real estate. People did the, uh, they got forbearances, they got loan mods, they got reduced rates, they got all this stuff during COVID that is now going to start running out. Well, let's, let's also talk about typical commercial loans. They're five-year balloons. Three to five years, yep. seven years, and they're all coming due. Correct. Those balloons are coming due, and guess what? I got one of them. <laughs> Not really. I, I think I got like three more years, but I got three years on mine. I did it less than two ago. Count, but, counting the days down. But th- I got three <laughs> years on that on that thing to to figure out. I'm, I'm crossing fingers, hoping, praying that uh, rates come back down by then, because if I look at what it would cost yeah, what are you now, at right now? What's your rate? Uh, 3625. I hate you. <laughs> Three six two five <laughs> on my commercial building. Yeah, incredible. I got eight percent. I, I got really lucky timing wise. Yeah. Literally, it was like oh, a month later, it was four and a half. Like I got the timing was just nicely impeccable. done. Got super lucky. So, um, so so anyway, three six two five is is my rate. I know in three years when it comes due and my five year balloon is up, I'm going to have to look at op- options with that. Right. Well, there are a lot of people right now that refinanced before that. That hit when it was like two and three, and uh, did it, you know, pre, you know, right around when COVID was hitting. Mine was post COVID, um, and and truly, they're going to see massive increases in the rate. And can they deal with a payment doubling? You know, or, can or they, sometimes tripling. Right? Can they handle that? Well. Can they handle it? Can they afford it? Are we going to see defaults now? The one good thing about Tampa Bay is there are enough businesses starting up and moving here that I think will will be okay. But there will be some opportunity for investors. And that's something Grant at my team does. If you are interested in investing in commercial real estate, if you want to get ahead of this, if you want to start looking for properties to be prepared and positioned for you know the defaults that are coming, uh, Grant at the Duncanduo.com. Again, Grant at the Duncanduo.com. You can also hit us up at our office, 359 8990. But my point is that 
that commercial real estate is a different animal. Tampa's a, a little bit better, but I think you're going to see a lot of blood in the water in other parts of the country. Yeah, I, I think where there's more commercial buildings. I mean, and more you're, people you're, leaving. You're already seeing it in California. What was that article? There was one that was a $300 million valuation. Now it's less than half that. Yeah. I think Cali, I think New York, I think major cities, Boston, Chicago, um, you know, I think you're going to see a a massive sell off of commercial real estate. And I think you're going to see some, a lot of defaults, you know, a lot of people uh, that are predatory making money off of it, that are getting, getting great assets at a perfect, at a perfect time. People that have cash in that space are going to do well because they don't have to worry about the debt service, but the people that have bought and have mortgaged some of these commercial opportunities, uh, they're they're in trouble. Um, well, they they really it. are. That three hundred million. I think it was like three hundred and fifty million. And it was, was value like one sixty or something. It was less than half. I think it was like eighty five million, something like that. Why I could be spread. wrong. And a guy bought that. Yeah. Talk about having money at a time where people don't. Correct. That guy has to hold on to that for five years, six and years, and he will kill it. And he's going to make two hundred million dollars. Hundred percent. And and I think again the pe- so if you have cash. If you, this if you is have, the opportunity. If you have cash, the commercial side is an incredible opportunity yeah. the next couple of years. Again, get in touch with us, 359-8990. Uh, talk to Grant uh, Grant or Sam at the Duncanduo.com on my team. will help you with, with the commercial side of the business. And truly, like they have clients right now. Uh, you know, Sam's got $40 million under contract on people that are incredible. looking for these types of opportunities. So, you know, we would love the opportunity to help you if you are thinking about, you know, looking for some commercial opportunities. And again, it's probably like if, if, you, if you're someone that says, hey, I want to buy a, you know, small 2,000 square foot building in South Tampa, that's probably not the market where you're going to see that mm-hmm. much because there's just too much demand. Correct. For it, right. But the larger scale commercial stuff, the the higher price stuff, the, the, the more leveraged companies, um, the smaller commercial opportunities, I can't say there's not going to be opportunity, but it's not as likely for that crowd to be hit as hard because there's enough people and enough demand, enough small businesses opening to pick up that inventory and move into it and and not have it sell at such a drastic discount. It's the it's the higher price stuff that, yep. that's going to be more challenging. So again, Grant and Sam, my team are helping people with that now. Uh, Grant or Sam, uh, Grant at the Duncanduo.com, Sam at the Duncanduo.com, or call our office 813 359 8990. We'd love to help you with that. We're going to continue our conversation. When we aren't on air again, make sure you're following us at the Duncan Duo. Uh, that is on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, all of our social channels. And uh, hit up jointheduo.com if you're a real estate agent thinking about a career change to either our team or to LPT Realty. You can get more information about that at jointheduo.com. And we'll be back continuing our conversation after a quick break here on WFLA News. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Um, and I, I talked about this before. I, and again, Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo team, LPT Realty. If you're a real estate agent thinking about jumping into real estate, thinking about changing companies, learn all your options at jointheduo.com. So Josh, uh, Josh Goodwin with uh, Goodwin Mortgage Company. There's a lot of crazy people in real estate. I met a crazy guy last night. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of crazy people. A lot. I mean, a lot there are crazy a lot of people in the world. There, are, there. It is wild to me how many people out there are, 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 have considerably scary criminal backgrounds. Like I, all the time, I have to coach my agents about what to do in an open house. We have all these, you know, have a buddy, do this, do that, be safe, you know, do, you know, check into this. 
And so Florida Realtors partnered with this company called Forewarn. I've been using Forewarn for two years in my real estate Forewarn. business. Forewarn? Forewarn, F-O-R-E-W-A-R-N. And what Forewarn allows you to do is kind of do a mini background check on somebody. Oh, okay? that's interesting. That's so good. with a name and a phone number, you can pull and determine like what kind of background the person has. Arrest Have they been arrested? Records, Do yeah. they have, right. Because look, Beverly Carter, I don't you, I don't know if you remember, several years ago, yeah. Beverly Carter was murdered in a house. Numerous real estate agents every year attacked, raped, murdered at open houses by crazy people that stalk them, right? Um, so Forewarn allows the real estate agent to scrub the, the lead before they go meet with them a little bit to determine, is this somebody I'm comfortable meeting with? Because the reality is there's an expectation in the real estate industry that you can just call a realtor and they're going to jump out and show you the house, right? And I'm not saying that um, that real estate agents shouldn't, because I think that's how they can win over the business. They can build rapport, um, all of these things. However, uh, a tool like this allows a real estate agent to be a little bit more comfortable to know who they're meeting with, because you're going into some home some vacant home at eight o'clock on a Friday night, and you're meeting some guy that might have given you a fake name, might have given you a fake number. He could his whole purpose could be to steal your car, to rape you, to murder you. Mm-hmm. You have no idea, right? It's happened so much. There's crazy people out there, and so forewarn allows a real estate agent to, um, you know, to kind of know a little bit more about their prospect, right? And so, so it it mitigate risks. It mitigates risks in realtor safety by verifying identities and validating info using just a phone number. So really. Cool service. I'm super happy the Florida Realtors did this because it's something that's needed. I've obviously been ahead of it because my team's been using this for years. Uh, but the fact that they're now rolling it out to all real estate agents, is, my opinion is it's about time. It's about time because you know what? How many times consumers don't understand this because they're only thinking about it from their level. They're yeah. saying, hey, I want you to come out here and meet me at eight o'clock. It's like, bro, I don't even know you. I, I don't know if you're a real person. Like we've always taught our agents, hey, ask for a copy of their ID, ask for a copy of their prequal, because that shows they've actually talked to another person. Yeah. And if they've talked to another person and they're approved, the the statistics tell us they're much less likely to be a murdering criminal. You know, so you ask these questions, right? And and the consumers get all bent out of shape. But what they don't understand, it isn't just about us deciding whether or not we want to work with you. It's us deciding, like, do we want to risk our life to meet with you? Yeah. And and like do, does the real realtor, thing. Yeah, like man, people have been murdered over yeah. this stuff. There's crazies out there. Have a little bit of compassion for that person wanting to protect their safety, especially in a situation where you know, let's just say the person can't defend themselves very well, right? Like, let's say it's somebody that's five to 100 pounds, you know? Like, yeah, how correct. are they going to defend themselves? They're not. You know? They're not. They're not going to be able to. So so the reality is that that the service allows real estate agents to have a little bit more safety with who they're meeting. And if you're a customer listening to this, and you're calling real estate agents to buy houses, and you want to go look at a house, and they ask you these questions, Don't man, please put your ego yeah. aside. Don't get offended. They want to make sure that you're not going to murder them, right? Yeah. And look, do do you really think I had somebody the other day tell one of my agents, well, you know, like, why would you assume that about me? It's like, I'm not a criminal. That's what a criminal would say. Yeah, trust me. (laughs) Trust me. Trust me. me. I'm not an axe murderer. Do you think the axe murderer on the phone is going to say, oh, I can't meet with you now because I'm an axe murderer. Of course, that's what the criminal is going to say, right? So it sounds exactly like what a criminal would say that, oh, that's not me. I'm not that type of person. So, Well, Well, don't when you have new agents, don't you give everyone a gun? No, you'll carry. We can't. We cannot do that. That is that is wild to go through. What we do though, 
What do we do, do like self defense classes. We do. Like we've that? taught self defense classes. And look, my opinion on the concealed carry thing is if they honor Florida law, it is up to them if they decide to do that. That's if if that's if that's their deal. Um, I don't want to know, and I don't think they should tell other people because that's no. the whole point of concealed Correct. carry is to keep it concealed. Um, but you don't even have to have a CWP anymore. Not anymore, yeah. Florida, Florida, you don't. put that through. You literally do not have to have a permit anymore. You can concealed carry as a regular citizen uh, here in our state. So, so again, I think that for real estate agents that do want to investigate and look into that, I do strongly encourage if they say, you know what, I do want to carry – um, I say, well, one, don't don't tell me, don't tell people. It's, it's not our business. Yeah. But number two is, if you are going to make that choice, then do go through the classes. Do it smart. Go through the Learn. classes because yeah. you don't know how to handle that thing. You don't you don't know how to handle your gun. You don't know how to load it. You don't know how to cock it. You don't know if it's loaded or not. You don't know how to see. You don't know how to clear it. You don't know how to clean it. Like, take the classes. Correct. Get the safety training. And we do have that. We have um we have a trained uh, one of our team members is a trained military firearms instructor, and we also have an ex police officer also on our team. That's awesome. And they go through and talk to people about about it and help them and help them understand it. So so again, we don't advocate for or against. But we let the per- the agent make their choice and keep it to themselves, of course. Um, and but we do encourage them that if they do make the choice that they're going to carry, that they take the course because I believe that the education that they get, the time they spend with their firearm, is something that um, you know is something that can't you, you you can't replace training and coaching on that. So, right. but. A lot of crazies out there. That, so that forewarned, that's impressive. That's, it is super. That's a impressive. great idea too. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing it for a while. Um, you know, we were one of the first companies to do it in Tampa Bay, and uh, and it's kind of wild because you know you, you rarely do we find something that's a concern. Like you know, none of my real estate agents are caring if somebody has speeding tickets or you know like you know, just small ancillary misdemeanor stuff, right? E- even stuff like you know. 27 years ago, they assaulted a police officer. It's like, you know what? There's a lot of stuff I did 27 years ago that I probably wouldn't be super proud of, right? So so I don't have any criminal stuff in my background. You all can Google me, but I'm just saying like there are plenty of of uh, people that have reformed and changed their lives yeah. and, you know, if something's from really long ago, but they're trying to make a judgment. Do I want to risk my life to meet with this person? Yeah, with six and, arrests in the last month, that'd be a different story. Bingo, yeah. 100%. Or they say their name is this and and you look it up, and that and ain't their not. name, yeah. right? Or, or they say that um, you know that they live somewhere, and then it's clear they live somewhere else. Or, Isn't that wild that people could be like that? Oh, it's so wild, and it happens all the time. It happens all. You know, it's interesting, I, and I'll kind of talk about this because this is more me personally than necessarily my agents. But I talk to other real estate agents similar to me that have that have been very successful, that have made a lot of money, <clears throat> not just in Tampa Bay, but in other parts of the country. You become a target. Like I became a target. Like not long ago, I actually got a call from the police saying that they arrested someone that had cased my house. What? Yeah. They had cased my house. Because again, I mean, I've got cars. I live in a nice, I live in an expensive house. You know, and I mean, I'm my house is kind of like Fort Knox. I mean, like I'm gated. I got cameras. I got like controlled entry. Like it's, it's. Wait, was this recently? Yeah. No way. Yeah, recently. Last That's pretty months. scary. So so anyway, this Jeez. person's this person had cased my house and they said, Hey, maybe you want to change up your routine. So I've always been someone who didn't want to like every time I go somewhere post where I'm at. Like yeah. right then and there. Hold on a second. What does I'm, that mean by case? They were out there watching you? They had notes about my coming and going 
and the cars and which cars I drove on which days they had cased my house to Jeez. try and, you know, and, and probably following me on social media, you know, pr- probably following me on social media to say, hey, we want to know if he's gone somewhere. Like, and my mom lives with me too, dude. So ain't no, like, yeah, my mom's there all the time, right? So, um, you know, I I got to get my mom. Some, my mom used to shoot like with my dad. Like yeah. my dad was a my dad was a Vietnam veteran. Like he was a trained marksman. Didn't know like, that. It's awesome. Yeah. So so my mom used to be handy with one. In her elder age, she's not as 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 handy. Um, but but she knows how to handle herself. She's I'm not too worried about my mom. You know, she's she's got some skills. But the point is, is that people ha- you have to be more concerned That's about wild. it. Wild. It is wild. Yeah. So so um, and uh. And nonetheless, like if you're successful in real estate, like obviously I'm not the only person in Tampa Bay that's successful in real estate that lives in a nice house and drives nice cars. Um, the forewarn is also another layer of you, like you know, people that are wanting to do business with you, people that are wanting to meet that's with a you. Great, you know, service. you 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 definitely can learn a little bit about them to protect yourself. But yeah, I mean, there's crazies out there. Like I remember when, and and it's crazy. This is you know, having advertised on radio and TV for years, you become celebritized a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Like there are people that walk up to me and be like, "Oh, like you're the Duncan Duo guy. You're the real estate guy." Like I've had people ask to take pictures with me in public. Completely weird. Like I don't get that at all. Well, you're it's in like, the public eye. I, so I sell houses. Like yes, I know my face on a billboard. And I'm on TV and radio, but like I sell houses. Like I'm not. I'm not a Hollywood. A- list person you know but but people <laughs> like you yet. get celebritized right so when i moved into uh the house on bayshore that i'm at before the gate was all finished um i had cameras and everything and i had this guy like ring the doorbell at, at like 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. I mean, it was late ringing my doorbell knocking on my door and i'm looking at the cameras and i'm like who is this guy what in the world is this and i i open the door and he immediately says my name and i'm like the, the like this is really uncomfortable. Like, what are you doing? And well, you I don't just, know him. I had no idea who it was. He just wanted to meet me because he'd seen me on TV. And I'm like, okay, that's really weird to come to my doorstep and tell yeah, me bro. that. Like, have a great night. Thanks. Thanks for stopping by. It's 1030 on a Friday. You psycho. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's weird. That's like something from a movie. Oh, yeah. Like, he puts his foot as you shut the door to oh, not, yeah. to not he, shut it that all would not have been. That would not have ended well for him. <laughs> that would not have ended well Florida. for him. Florida. But, yeah, it was wild. So, so the reality is, is that real estate agents, whether, you know, they become targeted. Yeah. Even if they're not successful, even if they're just attractive yeah. let's say they're attractive and they get they get targeted because of that and somebody wants to you know try and date them like you know how many times i have to talk to agents at my company about how they have clients that like go and look at a couple house and then they're like hey let's go out to dinner it's like it's like the worst pickup line ever for guys it's like you know hey i'm thinking about buying a house yeah will you meet me out for dinner and then their credit (laughs) scores 420 (laughs) it's a common theme though there's a lot of guys that use that as like hey let's meet for dinner or drinks and i'm thinking and, and then like like it's funny like they'll have like numerous attempts they'll draw them out or they'll try and ask to to ask them out and there's no response or no answer. And then they'll say, hey, I'm thinking about buying a house. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Can you really like, can you up your game a little bit better than that? That's pretty sad that that's what you have to do to try and meet girls. But it, it is what it is. So forewarn. Again, it helps with, it helps real estate agents basically, you know, weed out customers. You're, and, you're, you're basically verifying the lead. Yeah, you're verifying great. that they're a legitimate person and they're not a, you know, a mass criminal you know, they're not out on parole for murdering somebody, you know, that kind of stuff where, yep. again, the, the the agent gets to make a choice. I'm not saying 
that every time the agent decides not to work with them, but the agent is clearly doing it from a safety standpoint and verifying their identity more than anything. Oh, else. yeah. So. And for those listening, I mean, when someone knocks on my door, even nowadays, and someone used my ring. Yeah. Like, who's that? I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. Like, like what are you doing on my why front do you door? Go, dude, I got to tell you, <laughs> I, have the world's a, changed I literally so have a much. sign. I have, can- I have two cameras on my doorstep, and I have a sign that says, we don't accept door-to-door salesmen. We don't buy anything. We've already been saved. We shoot first and ask questions later. <laughs> We've already been <laughs> We've saved. We've already been saved, and then Love we that. shoot first and ask questions later, and there's a picture of a gun. Like, Love literally, that. like, it's so funny, because when I have Uber people come to my house, like Uber Eats deliveries, yeah. they see that, they put the food down, just and they, run. like, take off. <laughs> like, on. So... Anyway, we'll be back. We're going to wrap up our last segment after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Real estate closing gifts. Look, it's been something that's been talked about forever. I remember way back in the day before I had the marketing budget and the lightning and all all stuff I have today. Um, you know, we had like branded knife the sets, Cutco wine, you had all, we've done all that. Right. And so there's always been an expectation, I think from the consumer for real estate agent to get a gift. What we went to, we found, and we talked to enough clients that we found that most of the gifts that we gave them, um, went into a drawer and they never remembered them or never used them. Right. Or you gave them a gift card or you sent them, you know, you did, you did something for them. Right. Um, bottle of wine, whatever it is, most of the time, you're not going to get the right bottle of wine that they're going to love. Right, you're just you're, you're or they're gonna not love it, or the knife that you buy them is gonna get thrown in a drawer, whatever it is. So we started doing experiences. So with the lightning, with our range and with the lightning, we give clients tickets to games, and we do an event every year. And this coming year, we might actually have two of these events, but um, we do an event every year where we get to invite all of our clients to experience something they couldn't get otherwise. And to me, that's more valuable than a knife that's going to sit in your door. So like if you buy or sell a house with us, our goal is to send you on an experience instead of just giving you uh, you know, something that's going to sit in a drawer, some glass, uh, a bottle of wine that you're going to have a few glasses of and not like. I would rather send you on an experience to a concert that you love, to a, to a hockey game, or to our appreciation night where you get to go onto the ice. That was fun. It was super cool, right? It's super cool. You get to go on the ice. You get prizes. You get a chance to win signed lightning memorabilia and merchandise. You get to experience the arena, like, you know, uh, you know, in, a, in an environment where there's no other people there. We yeah. have the arena locked up. Like, so to me, I decided to spend that, to make the investment in that and give clients a memory and an experience. I like the experience. It's way yeah. better. It's way better. So so if you do buy or sell with us and you you know you get to the closing table and there isn't someone sitting there with a bottle of wine, it's because we're going to give you a better experience than that bottle of wine or that Cutco knife. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's the reality. I just gave them a brand impression, Cutco anyway. Yeah, I did the go. Cutco stuff. I did their nice way back. I remember the they used to come to the real estate offices. Oh, yeah. And they put a little logo on it. And you, <laughs> yes. you know, you give it to your client and you'd say... You know, and then at some point the client has twenty seven knives in their door, and they're Correct. never going to see your knife again. And they already have enough knives, and they already have enough. Or the, the bottle wine opener sets. Remember those? Yes, yes. Brandon. And I can't say, look, like if you're an agent that doesn't have my marketing budget, okay, yeah, those things can be. It's cool. not bad. But my idea is, I would rather give them an experience. I mean, yeah. I've sent clients to, you know, to, to hockey games in the playoffs. I've sent clients to, uh, to the Lightning Suite with, at a concert when the Lightning players were all in it. Well, that's awesome. I had multiple clients go to concerts. And I've done this too, where the entire Lightning team was in the concert. Blake Shelton, for example, a couple of years ago, I went to Blake Shelton's concert, and the entire Whole Lightning team, team except the Russians, they hate country music. Do they? They don't like. They hate country music. Yeah, <laughs> they're hip hop guys. They're listening to Drake and J Cole and you know Lil Baby. They're they're all hip hop guys. Whereas the Canadians and the Americans 
love country music. Really? So it was it was wild. Like to see uh at the time Yanny Gord, okay, uh just standing up. Man, he's the man singing Blake Shelton songs. Yeah, knew them all. No, no, hundred percent. Yanny Gord was there. Um uh, Coburn was there. There was there was a whole bunch of the team. Braden Point was hilarious. Like he was like the He's bartender nice for guy. the night. Super nice guy. So super nice guy. Saw my buddy's jersey on the boat parade the first year or a couple years ago. Real nice. Yeah. Big shiner on his eye from the game. Oh yeah, yeah. They they, Real they nice love guy. it. They love it. And they were there. They were having a great time. But anyway. That's what we want to do. We want to provide an experience to our clients that work with us. We want to send them on something they couldn't get on their own. We want to give them a memory, you know, and and so we do the appreciation event every year. And I have a lot of clients that, man, they bought with me six years ago and they they show up at the events, so you know, that when we do these events, they're te- we open them. Like, it was a great like, event. Yeah, it, it was. And I think we're going to do it every year. Um, you know, we, we, we've, you know, continued our relationship with the lightning, super excited for hockey season to start uh, this week. And uh, excited for when we get the dates ironed out for the appreciation event. There are years that we get to do it during the holidays, and that's my favorite. I love doing it during the holidays, but there's other years where we have to do it in the spring. It yeah. just depends on the schedule um, of of concerts. We, you know, we kind of can't take precedent over, you know, Metallica or <laughs> you know, like Usher's doing a concert tour or something else. Like we're not going to get the arena over them, so we have to kind of pick a date that. Other, everyone else kind of doesn't pick, so we'll see what we end up getting this year. But but yeah, we want to send you on a, on an experience and show you a good time and give you a memory that you wouldn't have otherwise. So um, so yeah, super excited about that. Excited about hockey season. Um, you know, it, it, I think it's going to be a great season. They're going to probably be off to a slow start with Vassy being out, but you guys will see me at the arena. You'll see our logos on the replay wipes and the LEDs, and you know we're back in the house. I can't wait to uh, to go to a bunch of hockey games this year and uh, you know root them on and. Hopefully they uh, they they you know they shock the world and pull off a title. We'll see. So well, anyway, we appreciate you tuning in to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on air again, follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo. Again, it's at the Duncan Duo, and have an awesome rest of your weekend, Tampa Bay.